Welcome to Threads of Enlightenment, your journey into personal growth. The splendor of any decision is after you've made it, all that remains to be seen are its consequences. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. Here at Threads of Enlightenment, we talk about the principles of self-development and personal growth. By having conversation with people, who have walked through their journey of personal growth. We believe that everyone at some point in their life will have to deal with one or more of these principles to have the privilege of focusing on their self-development as humans. These principles, when applied, can help you to become the best self possible. Welcome to another episode of Threads of Enlightenment, and I want to thank the wonderful guests for their time, their energy, and it was with a humble heart that I accept this invitation, and it is my hope that as we have this conversation, that they, through their trusting us with their journey, that you and I can learn that we can become a better human spirit while we occupy this place called Earth so that we can respond to each other in love and from love. I want to thank you, Don, for coming to President Enlightenment. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I want you to tell the people what you have created because it is my uh, audience. They know that I, uh, I always call us creators, and I want you to tell them what you have today because they know from my language that creators are always on the move your life is going to be different six months from now the things that you have so i want you to tell them what you have for now okay um well again thank you for having me and it's an honor i love what you um what you stand for and what you're trying to do in the world it's beautiful and um so i i am a life coach and a physical therapist. And I have, um, I have created, I have now in currently in my life, I'm, uh, I'm working on my coaching business, my life coaching business. So that's, that's my, my passion. And what drives me is helping people tap into their inner power and their highest potential. Because I truly believe and like you said, you know, we are programmed at a young age with messages that influence us. And I truly believe that we all were born with the potential to live a wonderful life and that we all are born amazing. Um, you know, I really firmly believe that we have the potential to create what we want in life. But because of the messages that we received early in life, the programming from parents, society, peers, um, you know, you name it, teachers, we never questioned those messages. We never questioned those beliefs. And so that translated to what we see in our life, in our adulthood, because we never stopped to question those beliefs. And though many of them are not true. So in my coaching, the biggest thing that I do that I think sets me apart from a lot of coaches, therapists, people that are uh, healers and helpers is that I really look at those uh, limiting beliefs 
and those um, the programming that we received early in our life. And I and I definitely work on shift helping the the clients shift those limiting beliefs to empowering ones to beliefs that are based on truth. Mm-hmm. So I help the client kind of um, become an investigator yes. into their you know to really dissect all the negative beliefs that they have in their head at present in their current life to really have them write it down to, to really examine it again, like an investigator and then to look at each of those limiting beliefs, each of those uh, disempowering messages that we received or that they received Mm -hmm. in their childhood. And then to right next to it, look at all the truths around it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really is the, the most important thing that I think anybody can do when they're looking to transform their life is to change that programming. Yeah. And so that is where I'm at today. And my, my program, it's a life coaching um, uh, business that I have. And in it, I really, when I work with my clients, I really work on that first and foremost, but I have seven tools that I've created. And that's the first tool, the mindset. And that's a foundation of, of what I do. But it's also, so my, my goal with my coaching is to help people achieve their highest potential by creating a strong mindset, you know, so changing those, those messages, those limiting beliefs, the, the negative programming, but also to help them create a healthy, balanced lifestyle, mm-hmm. balanced, yeah. you know, with healthy habits and um, creating good social support in their life and having more joy. Yeah. And ultimately, that helps with stress management. So those are those are the benefits of um, of what I provide: stress management, mindset, healthy, joyful life, yeah. helping people live the best life. That is a lot, and I love it because. That is a honorable um, profession because, as I said on the onset, that we have the beauty, the opportunity, the chance to become teachers, and that is there's nothing like it. But I want to go back, Doc. I want to go back uh, before you are who you are today. I want to talk to you. Want you to talk to to us about your programming because what happens to us is that we're born, they bring us up, and then. We get to a place and then they plug us right in. They plug us into the school system and, and we move from one programming um, platform, which is our home, plug us into the school system and another programming, plug us into, um, and then we just keep going and we never spend the time like you just said. And I love that you said investigate because I believe that's what happens to us at that point when life comes in, causes a situation that manifests in life to have us begin our investigation. And it is at that place that I say we have entered into a space of enlightenment. And enlightenment, in my mind, means that you and I have such a privilege and honor to become a better student of ourselves. Walk with me back to your family upbringing. How was that? Yes, so I did not have the strongest foundation growing up. And I think without a doubt, uh, no question in my mind, that is what fueled me to create the life that I have now, mm-hmm. um, you know, the adversities. So I, um, you know, I grew up 
in a Muslim family, and I had my parents, um, I saw them divorce when I was six. And back then in the 80s, um, divorce was not as common as it is today. Mm-hmm. And especially for a child of a Muslim family, it was not. Um, and so that was hard for me. I was an only child, very close um, to both my parents. And then that was like the first um you know, big obstacle I had in my life. And then um, I think as a result of that, I started to um, have these beliefs in my mind that, you know, maybe there was something wrong with me or, you know, you you feel that way Mm -hmm. as a child, because as a child, you cannot think very clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't have this, the mental strength, the clarity to question those limiting beliefs as a child. So I never did. And that, as I got older, um, it just resulted in not believing in myself in lots of areas in my life. I mean, it affected every area almost, you know, from the decisions I made in school and, um, you know, I, I changed professions a few times. I finally discovered that physical therapy is what I love to do, but it's not something that I realized right away. I mean, I didn't go to physical therapy school until I was in my late 20s. Yeah. Um, before that, I got my master's in teaching. And I mean, I, I was very ambitious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the ambition came from wanting to prove to myself that I could be something that people didn't think I could be, yeah. or, you know, I, I could achieve, um, you know, things that, that I, I personally didn't think I could. I wanted to prove it to myself. Um, but, you know, I think we all encounter obstacles like you said i just love what you said early on you know we have a journey in this life we none of us are uh free of obstacles or challenges and struggles in life and i really believe that the the obstacle that i had early in my life with my parents divorce set the stage for everything after that i mean there's you know other other struggles that have come up yeah. and but that's life but that was the biggest one for me and I was very fortunate for me, I think if I could help people, um, you know, for me, it was, I was born with a lot of ambition and drive Mm -hmm. and and that determination. And I think that's a very important formula for success. Fortunately, I I had that. And I did have parents that were great. You know, they work out for them, but they were sweet and they were just positive for the most part, Mm -hmm. you know. They loved me. They gave me that love. And I think love really ultimately is a solution to everything. So I'm very grateful for them. Uh, I do think that helped a lot. And I I remember my father saying to me that, you know, with your mindset, you can move mountains. Yes. Anything is possible. And I think that really helped me too. Um, and so I was That's a driven gift though, at, at an earth. That was a gift um, that was it presented was. in those words. It was a powerful gift that was given to you. He, he is an incredibly positive person to this day. Um, but, you know, as a child, mm-hmm. those messages that you hear, like, wow, you can do anything with your mind, you know, it, it, it's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yes, definitely made a difference for me. And then also my own determination, The I always had this fire in my belly that I could overcome yeah. my obstacles. I could see what I want. And then fortunately, you know, I always had a faith in a higher power mm-hmm. And I always, always had that in my heart that, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah. And so I always 
for greatness and, and a better life. And I always got what I wanted as far as, you know, I worked for it. But, um, you know, I'll give you an example. I always met the right people who motivated and inspired mm-hmm. me. Um, and, and I read a lot of books. I, I read tremendous amount of books growing up. And one of the ones that made the most profound impact for me was um, The Magic of Thinking Big. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's by, by Schultz. David Schultz. Schultz or last name is Schultz. Mm-hmm. So uh, the magic of thinking big. And I read it when I was a teenager and he talked about how, if you believe in yourself and you have a positive mindset, nothing is impossible. You know, you just have to think big. And so the power of thought, it was that seed that was planted for me that at that time, um, early in childhood, but also through books and mentors, I started to really focus on thinking positive. Wow. And you know what? It worked for me. But you, and that's why now. But you, yeah, let me interject this. Not, you, you as a young, yes. young woman was calling that those energy to you because what you believe yes. and what you began as you, you said you were studying and reading and, and consuming and that information. And I tell people this thing, what you consume, it will, you will draw that energy to you. And, um, yeah. because of your, tenacity in acquiring the knowledge of uh, uh, of positive thoughts and all of that stuff. That was the energy that you were sending out, causing those other energies to come into your space to provide the things that you were calling for as a young woman. It's powerful. 100%. Yeah, what you focus on is what you get. Yeah. And now that's the that I want to help people with is that, you know, we take it for granted, our mindset, because it's, it's always there and we can always, um, access it. But, you know, so many of us run on autopilot. We're not aware of our self-talk. And so that's what I focus on. I I try to help people create the habit of positive self-talk to become aware of how they're thinking and feeling Mm -hmm. because the mind and body are connected. But, you know, it's so simple, Ken, but it's it's a, such an important message is that if you have a positive thought, you're going to have a positive result. Yes. And if you have a negative thought, you're going to have a negative result in life. It's that, it's that simple. simple. There's a, but people don't they don't understand that. that. It, it's I believe that we are energy housed within the body. And I'll give you an example of a, a story about the wrong type of thinking. I remember reading the Bible, there's a story about Job. And this guy said, and made a statement. He said, this thing that I have feared has come upon me. What did he fear? He feared he had seven kids. They all died in one day. He lost all of his wealth. He lost everything. He was stripped naked as far as the wealth and everything, his family, everything that he had, um, he had achieved was stripped away in one day. And his statement was, the thing that I have feared has come upon me. So he must have been consumed with that energy, that thought, because he he expressed it after it took place upon him. So we are no different. We are not going to get away. This is part of the human experience. What you yeah. what you think is what you create. It, it actually... Um, causes you to visualize that. And once you tap into the visualization of that thing, you start pulling it straight to you. And you can do that, Doc, on being on automatic because you're playing these tapes back and forth in your mind. And you're automatically, because the human experience is designed that way, 
is bringing it to you and you say stuff like, I don't know why this happens to me. I don't know why I always have this bad thing. Because you're doing it to right. yourself. And so that's why I said, we are creators. You create your world. What type of world? Yeah, and you you, people, exactly. <clears throat> people talk about the law of attraction and some don't believe in it. Yeah. Something gets, you know, hocus pocus. Or, but really, it's science, yeah, right? It's, it's our mindset. So it's a law. So it's, and I didn't understand it for many years, yeah. but it makes sense to me now because really when we focus we when we align ourselves our our mindset mm -hmm. primarily to the truth yeah. which is that we are love we are amazing yeah. and capable of just about anything. anything that we want in life always have her our thoughts during the day focused around that main truth then everything in our life will follow that because our so it starts with beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. Positive belief will lead to a positive thought. A positive thought will lead to a positive feeling. Mm -hmm. A positive feeling will lead to a positive result mm -hmm. in our life. Yeah. That is like, it's fact. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to happen. If you have a negative, it, it starts with the root cause. If you have a negative belief, it's going to turn into a negative result in your life. But that's, it's, it's hard for people to do because it's a habit. Yeah. And it's those old beliefs that haven't changed. But here's the beauty of this whole thing is that once people start to look at their limiting beliefs, so people talk about limiting beliefs all, all the, the time, time, but no one really talks. About mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not a lot of people talk about how to change yeah. it and how to actually see transformation. But here's the thing. You can see real change in your life. Once you start to shift those limiting beliefs, because th once you start to shift those limiting beliefs and look at the truth, you write down what is true. Mm -hmm. Those old tapes lose their power. Yes. Those old messages lose their power. They may not ever completely go away because mm -hmm. they're part of your programming, part of your life, but they're going to lose their power. Yes. They're not going to affect your reality. Mm -hmm. it, and it's, it's sad that so many people are sabotaging their success in their life because they never look at those limiting beliefs. But we all have that potential. We were all born oh, with that potential. That's why I say we enlightenment to me means we become better students of ourselves. We then investigate um, uh, uh, the limiting beha behavior and belief. Doc, I want to take you back to this young girl. Um, there was trauma around you and you internalized, you took it and internalized that trauma, and that trauma guided your life, uh, the trauma of the divorce from your parents, that you took it as a young girl and internalized it and began to look at yourself and began to implant less than thoughts. I want you to talk about some of those less than, you know, I am not this, I am not that. I know your dad was on the other side inputting those positive uh, uh, thoughts in there, but what did you allow to creep in and you didn't know until it began to manifest? Um, so, okay. So while my father was very positive, he wasn't around in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, he remarried and he, you know, it was, that was pretty much the end of him being around. Mm. Um, I mean, we kept in touch a lot over the phone and occasional visits, but that impacted me a lot too. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, as a child, when you don't have your, you don't have that influence anymore, it affects you um, in your relationships. Yeah. And so um, I think that's where I felt like, you know, and every, every, every daughter that doesn't have her father around or not every daughter, but a lot mm -hmm. feel that, you know, there might be something wrong with them. Yeah. 
that's just how divorce affects and things like that affect a child. And I think in my mind, I was thinking maybe I wasn't worthy of a great relationship. Mm -hmm. And so that carried on until I started questioning that. And then one day I started to really question that limiting belief. And when I started to, you know, I meditate a lot Mm -hmm. and I think that's when I can get the the best messages mm. that I can focus on the truth. I can connect to my highest self and really focus on what really is true. Mm. Um, and then one day it was like a light bulb that went off, but it didn't go off until I questioned it like so many times. At that time, I didn't have the knowledge that I have now where I, I knew, I mean, I now know how to shift those limiting beliefs. Mm. But at that time, I was just questioning yeah. it. Like, wait a minute, I know there's a discord I know that I'm, it was a part of me that always believed in myself also, but it wasn't matching up Mm -hmm. my head and my heart. So anyhow, one day it was like a light bulb went off and I realized it and then, and it lost its grip. That limiting belief lost its grip. And I've never looked back. Now I'm like, okay, I know I'm amazing. I know (laughs) I'm worthy of love. I know I can create an amazing life for myself in a relationship and a career. I mean, it's, it took a long time. It was a long road. And so with, you know, with my coaching now, especially working on those limiting beliefs, I want to make that road, the journey that we all have to go through, the struggles that we all have to go through. I want to make it a little bit easier for people. That's, you that's know, why you went through. Painful. That's why you went through what you did. I tell people that everyone that comes yeah. to and, and have this conversation, the reason why you went through that is because you can be trusted with the journey to progress through the journey because your heart was being tried and it was seen that it was capable and would go through this journey and would not become stingy with the knowledge that you receive. But you now, because you have gone through, because you have asked those questions, you know exactly what to ask those that are sitting before you because they haven't really took the time like you stated earlier. There is stages that we go through within our uh, deprogramming, the investigative part. The investigative part is when we begin to question everything. Why do I believe this way? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I always in this situation? So we have the fact-finding, the the investigative part, and then we have the part that we then begin to um, assimilate information into ourselves to then make all of those less than thoughts, um, smaller than they are because we gave them the authority to be grown, to become bigger. And we can also doc, take away the authority from them as we begin to understand who we are, how precious we are, how marvelous we are. Yes. And then we change our life. Um, you've been going through college. You said you, you've done a couple of years before you figure out what you want. And, um, I, I love this conversation because this is a common thing with people not sure what they want. And I tell the, the, piece, the people, the reason why you're there is because you haven't decided what you want. You're still gathering information. But the minute you decide, Doc, I guarantee you, did you not start to implement the, the plans to put you in, in the possession of what you wanted? You got into your, the right school. But before that, when you were in that place of... um I want to say just there where you're not sure where you want to. How did that make you feel inside? How were you handling that time of your life with the uncertainties of not knowing 
where you belong. Yeah, um, you know, I I've always been determined to figure things out and to create a better life. So the moment I felt the uncertainty, I I took action. Mm -hmm. So I would read books on trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I remember in my early twenties, many years ago, I took tests um, on you know what's your best career path mm -hmm. and uh, personal based on personality, personality tests you take. And, and that was really helpful. And I knew I, at the time it said I would be a healer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was a wow. long time ago. And now I am. And yeah. And that was in my, my test results. And I felt like wow. it made sense because I wanted to help people. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I landed in physical therapy. And I've been doing that for almost 11 years now. And, um, you know, that I do part time. But I felt like I wanted to do more, and that's why I started the life coaching. But um, I think that really helped me early on in my life, taking those tests. There's lots of books out there that help provide that clarity. Mm -hmm. When did you incorporate, um, what time and what period of your life did you incorporate your meditation aspect? Because this is key. Uh, meditation, I tell people, meditation is the place of clarity. Um, because we are programmed um, and all day long programming. Western civilization uh, people tend to be petrified to sit down for two minutes to put the phone down for a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they feel yeah. that they have to be connected to that when that is designed to keep them connected, uh, um, not to be connected to themselves. When did you start? Because it is imperative and important in one's life in your journey. Okay, so... I started as a daily practice. I started in my early 20s. It was a long time ago. What, what and caused I, you to do that? Um, talk? How, how did that come about? Say, okay, I want to, I'm going to start incorporating meditation into my life. How and what? I think um, to, to experience inner calm, you know, to not have like anxieties. Um, I read about the benefit of meditation mm -hmm. and in particular, you know, like I said, I read a lot of books. Mm -hmm. um, and there's one book that I highly recommend because it made it made me meditate every day at an early age. It's called The Relaxation Response by Herbert Benson. Mm -hmm. And he's a Harvard psychologist that talked about how he did a lot of studies. And he, he showed that with transcendental meditation, the physiological benefits are so many mm -hmm. with the heart rate regulating, you know, lowering the heart rate, mm -hmm. blood pressure, lowering that, um, your breathing rate, just all the physiological benefits that come with meditation. He talked about that. Then he talked about a process of how to perform transcendental meditation. Um, and I, it worked for me. Mm -hmm. It worked. Yeah. You know, that's why I was like, wow. You know, at the time, I didn't know that much about cognitive behavioral therapy mm -hmm. or as far as, you know, uh, you know, just reframing your mindset, yeah. re, re, rewiring the brain yeah. for thinking positive, all that I didn't know. You know, I wish I knew. I wish I had myself when I was, <laughs> you know, the my version of me that I am now back then. But I didn't. But the meditation helped. Yeah. And um, because it worked, I did it. And, and I did it first thing in the morning. I noticed that it really helped set the stage for the day. Yeah. It produced that calm that lasted through the day. So I would recommend to your audience, like you said, that's how you get clarity with meditation. So 
to do it first thing in the morning. Yeah, I do it every even day. if it's for a few minutes. Same here. I tell them. Yeah. I've been telling you them do- for over a year, and I, I I keep preaching that one thing because I believe the breath that you take within the meditation is the entrance into the supernatural. It is the place of power, and uh, once you get there, you will your day. You can I controlled my day in the morning when yes. I meditated, and I would not allow outside energy from whatever situation that has arisen to come into my space to disrupt my energy because I grew to the space where I I knew how to shut it down. I knew how to not allow it to come in and disrupt me. And so my life became different just from meditation alone, just from that I began to yes, it is everything. so powerful. Yeah, it is so powerful. I, I I hope that people get hold of this thing. Is it'll change their life. Um, uh, so here you are. You're incorporating um, meditation. I love the fact that you study and you you gather your information and then you pursue it, even as you would think about it. You've made your decision. You switched over. What made you say, okay, I want to now go into the coaching aspect of, uh, of, of this business? How did you come about it? I know that you always wanted to help, but what ha- was happening internally within you to cause you to begin to move towards that? Yes. So I, I wanted to share the knowledge that I had mm. about my own kind of awakening, if as you say, enlightenment, you know, so because I experienced that myself, you know, working as a physical therapist was wonderful. I was able to kind of incorporate myself, you know, my, Mm -hmm. my ability to motivate people with positive thinking to help with their recovery. And I noticed, you know, their recovery was better when they thought more positive. So that, that mind body connection, I, I saw how helpful it was for them. And I thought, you know, I could take it to another level. I could help people not only with their recovery in the physical therapy with my patient or yeah, with my patients, but also with people in general, helping them touch their own inner light, Mm -hmm. reach their own inner power and create a life that they love, have less stress, Mm -hmm. have a more balanced life, have more joy, you know? And I, because I went from point A down here to up here where I am now, and I'm so grateful for this, to be in this place. I want to be able to share the knowledge mm-hmm. that I have accumulated in my lifetime because I feel like it's it's not okay to just keep it to myself. As I mentioned, <laughs> I have yeah. so much. you can be trusted yeah, I, with the journey. Not not a lot of people doc, are trusted with it um, because it brings you now into a space where you are um, vulnerable in the sense where you're opening up yourself to uh, um, a different aspect of living and that is to become a teacher and that space a lot of people i don't know they they, i've seen that over and over that because of fear they would not allow themselves to enter into that place but that place is a place of joy it is a place uh, that is no not like anything else so here you are you are given and you have taken the opportunity to come and become a teacher. And I told, and I'm so glad that you are you because you are you and you've gone through your journey so that you can now help someone to come out faster than you did because you have, uh, it went and investigated the dark places and you know how to come out faster 
so that you can better help that person when they sit before you to simply switch a, what I call it is a change of perspective. You're guiding them now to change their perspective. And as they change their perspective, a new world has opened up. Talk to me about that. Yeah. You know, it's, as you say that, it just sounds so beautiful. And I just feel that a lot of people, um, they want more in life. They know that they are capable of yeah. more. They want to feel confident. They want to feel good enough. They want to manifest great relationships in their life. And, you know, because I was there at one point yeah. and I kept questioning how, how did, you know, is there a magic pill? Yeah. <laughs> is there a way to get there, to feel better quicker, or, you know, achieve what I want quicker? And, um, and I, you know, the, the answer really is that you, we all have it inside of us, but it's hard mm -hmm. and unless you have the tools to pull yourself out of that dark space, yeah. you know? And so you asked a question earlier, what made me want to do this shift from physical therapy to the coaching and, and why I'm doing this. It's because I can't even explain it in words, but I just feel like because I have the answer, mm -hmm. almost like I've cracked the code. Yeah. I, I want to, it's just natural. I want to be able to help people. It's not, it's a struggle. It's painful. And it's not right that people are <laughs> sabotaging their lives, you know, mm. when they could get out of it. Isn't it? it is, they don't it have, is, they don't have to live in it. I know. We're, not, we're, we're meant to live in every day. We are, we are a powerful being and we are limiting the uh, expression of this being by the limitation of our belief. All things are possible to the believing man. That means that that entity, that person, that power that is within you is only limited by you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you know? And That's right. But you say that and we hear that, but people don't know how to get there yeah. still. They know that they have the power. Mm -hmm. Own your power, people say. You know, you're you're only limited by your your limiting beliefs. People know that, but they don't know how to get out of it. You know, and so that's why I'm that's talking why to a woman who this, who this got out of it, and she's going to tell them. <laughs> I got out of it. Yeah, I I wish I had myself like the knowledge that I have now. I wish I had it 20 years ago. Yeah, and and I just now. I, I don't want, I, that's my, I feel like it's my purpose and, and mission in life is to touch as many people as possible to help them believe that they are capable of so much. And really, there is a way to get out of that darkness. There's a way to believe in their, their self-worth to where they don't question it. You know, mm. they know it. So they wake up in the morning and they can live their life feeling great. There, there will be obstacles. And that's, that's part of what I teach too, is, you know, life is full of stressors and there will always be, because this is life. But when we stand in our power, when we own our power and, and use certain tools to, to, to stand in that power throughout the day, to create that amazing day, to create that amazing life, then we can truly be happy, truly, you know, feel fulfilled. But it's not easy, you know. It's, um, I mean, I say it's not easy, but I think once you have the tools, because it takes 30, it takes 66 days to create a habit. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it really comes down mm -hmm. to. Um, and that's why it's so important to have accountability and someone to kind of walk you through yeah. To get out of those old habits and the old programming, because you have to change those neural pathways in the yes. brain. But that's, I think that's the, the greatest challenge because people get motivated 
just like when they're, they're setting new year's resolutions, mm-hmm. you know, but it only lasts for a short time because they don't see the results. Yeah. So that motivation fizzles, but if they stick with it for on average, you know, 66 days is what the science shows, then they can start creating those positive thoughts. You know, they just have to keep hammering away at it. And again, it helps to have an accountability um, coach or tell a friend or do whatever you can to stick with it for at least the first 30 days. And then, you know, keep keep going after that. But I think that's, that's a big, um, big process in seeing success is sticking with it, having that self-discipline to do it no matter what. If you have a goal, if you're going to do your meditation in the morning, if you know the benefits of it, then do it no matter what. You know, read your, set the intention for the day, read your goals every morning, and uh, remember that you want to have that great life, but you're not going to get it without action. So self-discipline it is, is key. Yeah, it is. It is personal journey and self-development is a hard and wonderful experience. Because you're getting a chance to look within, deep within yourselves, seeing things that you never knew were there, and then coming to grips with it, learning to love yourself, learning to forgive yourself, learning to do all the good stuff. And as you learn how you do the good stuff, then you move through. As you mentioned, when people make their decision, I think what they do is they make a decision, but they also have this expectation that robs them of their uh, decision, uh, the process by which you get to that. And because of our society are programming us that our expectations should be meet right away. We pull up to McDonald's, we expect that burger right away. We pull up to everything, you put on the TV right away. I swear to God, if you let their phone just take a couple of seconds longer booting up, they'll lose their minds and computer as well because we've been programmed that way. But the things that will cause you to shift, and I tell them you have to look at the situation like a big giant um, yacht. And when the rudder is kicked in, it takes some time to make that turn. But it is going to turn, but it takes some time. You may not look at it in, in, initially. It doesn't look yes. at all. But because it's a big giant um, thing, it's moving, but not uh, the expectation is that you expect it to be like a car. When you turn, it responds. But no, a ship is different. It takes time to move. But trust me, it's going to turn to the direction it, that no, you want. Yeah. It, but you just yeah. have to line up your expectations. You yeah, you never give up. You never. keep trying, keep trying. You keep moving until there's nothing else, until it manifests, because that's what you want. Yeah. Don't, don't quit. Do not quit. I know someone who was paralyzed and and was moving in water for months, uh, like a dolphin, just moving certain places, could not walk. Now she walks and runs and rides a bike because she did not give up. Wow. So yeah. you cannot expect those things that are there for so long to be changed in two days or a week or two weeks because it is such a part of you that it takes someone like yourself, Doc, to to locate those scotomas within those those blind spots in that patient that comes before you and educate them about those blind spots so that they know number blind. one that it's there number two because it's such a part of them and then once you know then you plan together by which you will overcome that uh that blind spot it takes time it takes time yeah and 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 that's the truth also i mean i'm not saying that um you know it's not 
uh, work. It's definitely work to look at those blind spots and then work on changing those, um, you know, creating that positive mindset. But I, I just truly feel that if uh, people know how to do it, it could be much easier for them. Yes. You know, those, uh, th- is this an easy way? I mean, I don't want to say easy, but there's a quicker way. Quicker way, <laughs> because you've been way. through it. Yeah, and that's the purpose of someone like you guys. Everyone that is listening to Doc and I, um, she's been through it. And the reason why I like bringing people on like this who have gone through their journey is so that when you sit with them, they can help you. They can guide you through yours um, a lot faster, a lot quicker, because why? They sat there where you are. They ask the questions that they know what questions to ask you that will cause that outcome to show so you can see where you are. Why? Because they had to do it. And so everyone that is listening to me, I want you guys to get in touch with Doc. I want you to find out because she has that answer. And that uh, if you want to change your life, if you want to move from where you are to another plane, another avenue, one of joy as stocks, one of expectation. You guys need to get in touch with her. Doc, thank you so much for coming to Threads of Enlightenment. I truly appreciate this conversation. It was rich. Yes, yes. And I'm I'm so grateful for what you do and for helping um, shine the light on people to help them reach their highest potential. Thank you so much. Everyone who's listening to this podcast, we hope to continually help you to learn how to embrace moments of darkness because it is in the darkness that we learn how to develop and use our abilities to truly see those parts of ourselves often invisible to us in the light. It becomes your responsibility to navigate through all of your trials to find out who you truly are and begin your journey to loving yourself, which is possibly one of the most difficult things you will ever do in your life. To love yourself and to find the real you. But always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, we deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, anyone that you can. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.